Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Thank you, Sean. Mike Milbury is brought to you this week by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh by findmassmoney.gov and by John Sewer, the name to know when your drains don't flow. And he joins us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline. Morning, Mike. Good morning. How you doing? I'm pr- I'm pretty good, but <laughs> really, that's all I can tell you. Did you have to I mean, dump? Did you have to dump out of that shine? Yeah, the second okay. part of that word I he have can't, to dump out. He has to. Okay. He's supposed to say a hole. I think. Oh, really? Uh, that's yeah. uh, that's it goes to the swear jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or leave yeah. off yeah. the h word part of that whole word. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, you can just so, say it. Yeah. But now yeah. the the second part is I understand we're walk, we're working for George Soros now. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, there, I, I I believe there can believe in whatever you want, Mike. It's still it, it's still America. Um, it I, is. Um, but let me. You coached in the NHL for many years. Uh, if someone had done what Travis Kelsey did to Andy Reid to you, what would your response have been? I, I'm not sure what my response have been, but I don't think in my time. That would have happened. Uh, it just there was too much respect for the coach. This this screamed out. It was about Travis Kelsey. Put me in, coach. Put me in. I want to play. Give me the ball. I only got one pass in the first half. I mean, they're working on a in the in the final game of the season, trying to win back to back Super Bowl championships, and all of a sudden you got this guy acting like a. Uh, what Courtney? What would you say? A d bag? Yeah, douche, right? douche yeah, canoe, okay, douche canoe. Okay, that's yeah. right, and that's what he was. And he can't yeah. sing, and fight for your right to party doesn't turn me on. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the hockey, I want to ask. You know, you're the expert. Is it an alarming trend that that this team struggles when it comes to winning the overtime games? Are you bothered by that? Yeah, there's a lot of things that bother me since the break. I mean, I, I can, can forgive them for the first game back with Calgary, and then they they hammer uh, their arch rival for the moment, Vancouver, and then they come back and get come well, the game that really upset me was disturbed me. I guess was the game against Washington. Hmm. It was a matter of effort and emotion and and passion. It had nothing to do with talent. They were completely smothered by the Capitals. And, you know, although they were better against Tampa Bay, um, there's a lot of things that that have popped up. Both parts of special teams now are are concerned, where once they were strengths, especially the penalty killing, um, it now looks like it's a little bit porous. And the power play... 0 for 5, I guess technically 0 for 6 because they had like a two-second power play at the end of overtime. But, but they And they claim that they felt good about moving the puck better, but the result is not there. And so that's, that, that's another issue. Um, but more than, more than anything, um, 
I just felt like there's a creeping trend of slow starts and slow finishes and and some sloppy play mixed in. It's it, you know I've I've felt great about them at the All Star break and and now I'm. You know, we've, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks. Do you believe that they can actually go deep into the playoffs? Um, they're starting to give you indications that that might not be the case. Mm. Mike, does any of that have to do with, though, you're playing so good, you come back from the All-Star break, it's the huge matchup where you're taking on Vancouver, you kind of whoop them, and then you go, maybe you take your foot off the gas a little bit because you know maybe your next two opponents you kind of play down to their level i mean i feel like you see that in a lot of sports where teams get complacent i think that's a possibility but they have and it's it is the sort of the dog days of the season they have i think 12 games in like 21 days before the uh the trading deadline i mean they're just crammed in and including a a, a West Coast trip. It's a it's a brutal schedule, and it's it's going to be real testing for them. But it, it is what it is, and you have to address it. And you have to if you're having a, a little bit of a hiccup, you have to get back into a groove at some point or another. And they have to prove that they can get back into that groove, or were they just overachieving for the first forty odd games of the season? Mike, it does feel like a lot of the players are saying that, you know, this is it's almost good for them to to face these losses at this point in the season. As a head coach, would you rather have a team that 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 knows struggle throughout a regular season so they're ready for the postseason? Courtney, I'd rather win every freaking game. But last I mean, season, please, please. But I know they season, didn't. And that was that was that you're telling me that they won too much so that they lost in the playoffs. I think they were last season. Yeah, I think a lot of people were worried that they didn't have have any adversity during the regular season and we saw them crumble once it got to the postseason I, I, I don't know that none of, I think some of those players saw adversity during the course of their careers did they not they didn't see it last year and was that such a bad thing I don't know I mean the first year I coached we won the president's trophy and went to the Stanley Cup finals where unfortunately we didn't get the job done but the, the lack of adversity in that season didn't seem to hurt my squad and I think that's a a poor excuse. Mm. Well, I mean, Jim Montgomery did put some of when it when it came to the kind of that post All Star break, you know, whatever you want to call it, malaise or slump or whatever, did put some of that on himself and say that he didn't get those guys ready. I mean, is that his responsibility? I mean, these are you know, these guys are playing in the NHL. They, they are, and it is, uh, but it is part of his his job description to get them ready to play with effort every night. And then, you know, sometimes you just can't do that. Sometimes the makeup of the team is such that you can't touch the right buttons on, on every night. Um, that doesn't mean you have to go back and, and just cry in your room. You've got to try something else. And right now they're in a little, whatever they lost three out of the last four. And some of them have been rather ugly. Um, you know, he's got to find a way to, to, reach these guys and find a way to make his players realize that they they've got to get out of this rut and that there are issues to address and if i were him and i'm sure he's aware of it it's got to start with special teams what what's mike what do you think the biggest challenge is as a coach uh when it comes to having guys really be up for it night in night out because coming from the football world you only play once a week so you're kind of always up for that but in hockey and other sports when you're playing you know, multiple times a week, 
what is the biggest challenge to make sure guys are up night in and night out? That's a, it's a, the biggest challenge, and the thing is, I really believe this is is communication to to you know to get to each. I used to you know in the in, in the morning skates or before practice when you you know guys are out there just fooling around with pucks and skating in a circle, just getting their legs loose. It was a great time to skate up to one player or another player and, and then and hit three or four players at a time and do the same thing after practice. But it was, it was always staying on uh, trying to find the pulse of each player, trying to make sure that the, you, know, you, know, you knew where they were at uh, mentally. And that is a full-time job and what makes coaching, I think, such a challenge, particularly when you're playing 82 games in the season, to make sure you know where every player's head is at as much as you possibly can and, and find out when there's a, a pressure point that needs to be applied. Brad Marchand played his 1,000th game as a Bruin this week. We had a discussion about whether he's a Hall of Famer. Does he need to win another cup in order to be, or is he already there in your mind? You know what? Um, first of all, a thousand games is is it's a lot. I mean, when you consider the travel and all the all, and this guy's not exactly a big man. He, he's uh, they've had some great left wingers. I don't. There's not a better one that's ever put on a Bruin uniform than Brad Marchand. Uh, I, I think it starts with his attitude. He competes fiercely every night, and I think he's actually refined that so that he's not over the top and biting people and that sort of stuff. Um, his consistency has been amazing over a thousand games, and uh, to do it with his commitment is 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 amazing. Also, his skating, which is not like blazing speed, but his quickness and an agility you know how he spins in the corner to separate himself from a check and then not only does he do that but he he then accelerates away to give himself the space so he can have uh, a time and a, and, and a look at people and that speaking of that the vision is one of the things that makes him so special he sees the ice and he sees it better than a lot because he he's able to create that space for himself and surprisingly and you know good hands i mean he's got good hands and and that whole package turns to me into a Hall of Famer. I don't think there's a doubt for, for my mind. Uh, he, may, he may have turned some people off early in his career with some of his antics, but for me, um, the consistency over time has proven that he, he deserves a spot in, in the Hall of Fame. Mike, Omar getting fined the uh, max for high-sticking in that lightning game, but there was no penalty called on the ice. Do you think that was warranted? You know what? He can afford it. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, if he gave a guy a smack and it was a, whether it was intentional or not, I'm sure they looked at it a thousand times and decided it was worth the, the money. But, um, you know, if he shows a little fire, good, because that's exactly what they need right now. Speaking of suspensions, are you taking text questions this morning, Michael? I don't know. Is, do I get paid extra for that? <laughs> uh, texter wants to know what you make of the Morgan Riley suspension, which I think, I think it's five games for the cross check. For the cross check, it's a different world, you know. I mean, a long time ago, not that long ago, but he could have got away with it, you know, a two minute minor or something. But right? this is the way. This is the way it is now. We're trying to be politically correct and like George and. We're going to have to be uh, 
accepting of certain things that we once weren't. But you can literally of. call. I mean, how many times a game can you call a cross check, and now you get a guy who's suspended five games for oh, it? Yeah, I know. Every, I mean, I, 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 I used to be, I used to wait, and I would love to see guys turn their back to me and face the glass because then I could run the hell out of them. Now you do that, you're you know you're banned for life. Mike, I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but I think you're a major part of why we were number seven in big market radio shows. And kind of going back to the Brad Marchand, I feel like we, we know he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But the bigger conversation that we had was on the list of all-time Bruins greats. When he's done, will he be ahead of Patrice Bergeron? <laughs> Wiggy loved this know. discussion. Wiggy loved it. It's actually you. Act, you asked a really good question. I because I, I, I think he will. Yeah. When he's when it's all said and done, if he plays another three, four, five years, he'll be viewed, even if he doesn't win another Stanley Cup, as a better player overall. Bru- overall Bruins his. You know when you're talking about him and Bergeron. You know, everybody loves the way Bergeron played. He was a gentleman. He was he was terrific. I like my players to be a little bit more like an a-hole, as they can say that on this channel now. And Brad was like that, and I think it was exciting. So, I, 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 you know, it's a chicken or steak, I guess, but they're they're both good, and I, I like the guy that plays with a little bit of an edge. So, well, Mike, what? does that mean you would have liked to coach Travis Kelsey? <laughs> Go away, Sean. Just push the button when it's time. (laughs) Well, we know steak and chicken, one costs a lot more than the other, so (laughs) I guess if Marshan's the steak, then. Well, you know, listen, he's provided. I think you could say that Bergeron has proven to be, uh, you know, a master of consistency and be the right guy in the right place at the right time. I don't think you can say that about Marchand, but you always found a way to to, to find where he was on the ice because you knew he was going to do something that might be interesting, if not over the line and, and troublesome. But I think that's what people pay to see. They want to see somebody that's a bit of a jerk and sometimes, but not Travis Kelsey-like, more Marchand-like. So I, I just I find your take on Kelsey uh, interesting because like, I feel like you, you are a – tough guy and i feel like you <laughs> encourage tough play and uh-huh. he was overly emotional i agree did he look kind of like a douche yeah but like no he was a douche that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah but like he I was he, would, I, he put put himself right in the bag but wouldn't you agree that this has been entirely <laughs> overblown like curtis and greg to me make it make it out to be like an assault like it's like the guy he went up and chest bumped his coach no i mean he didn't chest bump him he was you know what he did he was he was i just mentioned it like put me in guys i'm so good and and i've got taylor swift in this i got taylor swift watching me i gotta do better than one pass catch in the first half and in the super bowl talk about self-serving self-anointed jerkdom that's it right there (laughs) I like jerked them. Right. That's what, what would have happened to you, Mike, if you would have chest pumped uh, Don Cherry? <laughs> he would have sicked his dog Blue after me. Was and that Don, dog was no poodle. It was a pit bull. Was Don Cherry among your favorite people? Oh, ever? my God. It was so much fun to play with him. He just, just, he just made it so... You know, you never knew what was coming down the pike. And, you know, this is a guy that that worked the bench entirely by himself, back and forth, back and forth. And he was he just made it so much fun. I mean, 
I mean, we lost a game in Atlanta once by like six goals, and he took us out for beers afterwards, and we laughed until two o'clock in the morning. You know, <laughs> just let's okay, let's get ready to play the next one, and we're going to put our you know our money on the line here, and we're going to put our hearts into it. And it was never it was never more fun than it was with with grapes. You, Even if he couldn't count very well. Speaking of times, you know. being, speaking of times being different and drinking beers, because LB used to always say it on the old show. Did you play with guys who would drink a beer between periods? No, I, I I don't think I ever saw that. You know, I saw guys smoke cigarettes in the back room once in a while, but it was never there was never any alcohol. You know, I mean, they may have been out till three o'clock in the morning before the game the <laughs> yeah. night before, but it wasn't it wasn't during the locker room. I I never saw that. But when you were playing, but I, of course, I didn't keep my eyes on LB all the time. <laughs> when you were playing, though, were you were you still taking the train, for instance, to New York? Because guys would oftentimes would have a couple beverages on the train down in New York, right? Uh, the old days. Well, they, they, I'm not that old, but I, we used to fly to New York, but we'd, sometimes we'd take the shuttle down on the day of the game, but we, but I don't remember anybody on any game day having anything to drink. I mean, yeah. they may have slipped in a green pill once in a while, but... I'm surprised you didn't comment, speaking on the things that you, speaking of the things that you commented on so far this morning, on uh, the two Colorado students who were granted the first D1 scholarships for cornhole. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <laughs> Can you define cornhole for me? Just, just... <laughs> oh, listen, you live on the Cape. I'm sure you see people. I'm sure you see people well, playing. These days, it. cornhole uh, goes a long way yes, in different directions, yes, right? Uh, so, uh, but uh, but can you please? 
I shouldn't have. I'm sorry. It's time to go now. Uh, yeah, it? <laughs> it is. I thought, oftentimes I have to protect you from yourself on this on this program. I know. Thank you for right. that. All but right. Mike, I'm I, younger than you, and I played with a guy who used to take a shot of Hennessy on the bus ride to the game. Right. Marshawn Lynch even talked about Jeez. he did it. Really? Yeah. I I played with a guy like that. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I, Mike. Thank you. All right. All right. There's Mike. Be Milbury. good, Mike Milbury. Um, and we will be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 